1: What? Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi, everyone. Jenny's um, back. I'm here. Jenny, we've missed you in the hi. intro. It has been so tough to not be here. Yeah. Thanks for letting me come but
0: back. But we, uh, you know, I feel a little closer. We've, we've had some special bonding time. So
1: you and them? Me
0: and me and them. Yes.
1: How dare you?
0: Uh, listen, you know, when the wife one is away, the wife two will play. So I'm wife one. Yeah, probably not. (laughs) How dare (laughs) you? I probably reversed
1: that order anyway. All right, all right, all right, all right. right.
0: We have some things to tell you before we jump into choices today's episode. Okay, first of all, prom. Prom is happening so soon. It's like a week and a half away. As you all know, our Buffy prom in LA sold out in three tiny little minutes. Yikes. Yeah. So we know that there are a whole bunch of Scoobies out there who want to join us, but who couldn't. So here are some things you should know. There are now prom meetups, which we are calling prom-ups, happening in Chicago, in Atlanta, in New York City. You can find all of the details for those over at bufferingthevampireslayer.com prom. And you can also submit a prom-up in your own city if you want to over on that link. We know many of you will also want to peek in on what's going on at the Ace Hotel, so we have two fun things to share with you. Number one, Brittany Ashley and Laura Zack, who host the Daria podcast, Sicker Sadder World. We'll be running our Instagram stories throughout the evening. Yay! Yes! so fun! You can follow us over on Instagram at Bufferingcast and join us digitally. They're going to have a lot of fun clips so you can get little little peeks at what's going on as the evening progresses. Also, if you are a patron of ours, we'll be streaming both of Jenny's live music sets on our secret Facebook page. We don't want to give too much away, but there's going to be some guests, and there will be a Kate Leth, and there might be lyric sheets for a single long of a <laughs> song. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Wow. If you want to become a patron, you can go on over to bufferingthevampireslayer.com. Just click on Patreon. So again, the, we'll be streaming the complete uh, live sets for you over on the secret Facebook page.
1: Also, if you're in the LA area, we will be doing a free post-prom meetup at Griffith Park on March 11th. That's the Sunday morning after prom at 1130 a.m. All of those details will be posted up on our calendar, on our website, as well as up in our Facebook events. It'd be so nice to see you all. Yeah. Oh, my God. In the sobering who's, light of day. Who's bringing the bagels, am I right? Who is bringing the bagels? Meanwhile, last but not least, we've seen a few questions come through about the LA prom, and by this weekend, we will have put up a few faqs for you all on the main prom page so check for that if you have questions if you want answers friendly (laughs) reminder that this is our this is only our first prom and we will be doing another next year and probably forever more after that yeah Hell
0: yes! Okay, moving along! This month we're raising money for the Brown Boy Project, and we still have a couple of lyric sheets left. We'd really like to sell these out with your help, so go on over to our website and click the Brown Boy Project link up in the top bar. You can grab a handwritten lyric sheet from us, and you can support a super, super worthy cause.
1: Speaking of worthy causes, we had a limited edition t-shirt that said, Be the Thing Monsters Have Nightmares About, up for two weeks designed by Christine Tuna, with all proceeds going to benefit Time's Up. Thanks to you, we raised $3,631. Holy hell.
0: $3,631. Fucking amazing. Incredible. You are treasures. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Also... We had the most amazing Buffy watch together this past weekend where we cackled and we gasped and we sat in awe at all that is Vampire Willow in Doppelgangerland. So I just want to thank all of you who joined us for that Buffy watch. Uh, we're going to be doing a mega Buffy watch of Graduation Day, both parts. Graduation Day parts one and two in late March. So if you're a patron at any level, stay tuned and there will be details coming uh, for when exactly we will be doing that. I am pretty stoked. Last thing, Randy for Giles pins are back uh, again. I <laughs> keep going, and we keep getting them back. Uh, we've had them made in soft enamel on this round, and they look really, really awesome. The black is really nice, and
1: it pops. It's You can just you can check it out. You can see it what may you They look think. good, not unlike Giles in Van Candy.
0: <laughs> you can go to bufferingthevampireslayer.com and click on shop to find those. And that, I believe, is all we have to say. Sweet heavenly Moses,
1: let's get into it. Let's do it. Welcome to Buffering the Vampire Slayer, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of my favorite show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, one at a time in sweet, heavenly chronological order, just as the Lord in Heaven intended. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Um, I forgot what happens (laughs) next in the intro. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Spoiler free. We're doing it. Spoiler free. And of course, I'm Jenny Owen Young. Yes. And of course, I'm Kristen Russo. And this week, we are
0: talking about season three, episode... 19, where has the time gone? It's just flown right on by. I just, I'm sad about it. I just, I'm gonna blink my eye and I'll be 42 and this
1: podcast will be over. 42? No, I'm, uh, oh. I know, you know, I was I trying. I try got lost. You're I was, like, oh, you'll never believe how huge this number I, is. I, I so you'll try- definitely know it's a joke, 42. <laughs> I, know,
0: I know, I don't know what happened. I was trying to be dramatic, but I literally will probably be 41. You know, like, yeah. uh uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so anyway, we're talking about season three, episode 19, Choices, stay tuned at the end of this podcast every week for an original song written by us recapping the Buffy episode we are discussing.
1: Choices was written by David Fury and directed by James A. Cottner, and originally aired on May 4th, 1999. May the 4th be with you okay. in 1999.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. This is the one where the mayor takes Willow prisoner after Buffy and her friends steal away a box containing demonic energy needed for Ascension Day.
2: It's demonic like demonic
0: energy, energy or is it is that? fucking huge spiders? Big ol' spiders. Big ol' spiders. It's like, were they trying not to spoil the spiders? Because they spoiled everything and Literally else. everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Leave <laughs> them know, one surprise. Man, this episode is important and we're going to spend almost the entirety of this episode of the podcast, talking about
1: this episode of the show, but we forgot something. Yeah, in the last episode, we sure did. Which is, of course, sexual
0: attention award. yes, we forgot a gross
1: oversight—the
0: sexual tension, the shame
1: award. You just used
0: the words "gross" and "shame" right after the sexual tension award uh, jingle, so I just want to be clear. We're- Focus
1: on the on the. Context and and what I'm actually saying. Right, right, right. Not right. just the words that you're associating. Right, right. So you told us on the internet um, there was
0: something sexually missing or some tension <laughs> was missing. I don't <laughs> <Something> remember. Sexually <laughs> missing. Somebody, yes, yeah, you know, there was a little, so... uh, somebody, a little bi furious is their mm, name on Twitter. Uh, sure. Tamika Olivia. I can't help but feel that there was a little tension missing from this episode. That is what the tweet mm-hmm. alerted me, and so then we retweeted it and got some nominees from you all, which is oh, which is a fun thing that yeah, happened because yeah, yeah. well, of the oversight.
1: Who, who did the listeners so, nominate?
0: Okay, so Willow and her worksheets was uh, sure. You know, uh, yep. Cordelia and Willow's worksheets was sure. a nominee. <laughs> uh, um, Willow and the power of interrogation. Mm. Freddie and his ego or his desk. Mm. Xander and his Jello. Mm. Cordelia and her own thoughts. Uh, nice. Yep. Uh, how about Xander and Hogan Martin? Xander's pretty adorably flustered when Hogan knows his name. That's true. Giles and Wesley were nominated. Wow. wow. Angel and Comedy for the line, I'm a funny guy. Uh-huh. Great. Uh-huh. A plus, Angel. But a couple of nominees for Giles and Joyce. Oh. I don't mean to stack mm-hmm. the deck here with yes. the way that I read those off. I think all the suggestions he were He did
1: wear that shirt, he wore the shirt. Like, that's where I'm at. But also, nobody said the lunch lady and rat poison or the lunch lady and, um, no. like, homicide. No. <laughs> nope. Nobody well, said Well, I want to introduce those. Okay. But probably it should go to Giles and Joyce any t- any chance we have the opportunity.
0: I just feel like that shirt.
1: Yeah. No, he was he was going for it. All
0: right. Mm-hmm. My vote is Giles and Joyce uh, with those uh, Cole-nominated Joels. Joels! Jo- 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 Joyles. Nominated Joyles. Cool, cool,
1: cool, cool, cool. All, All right. Kate S. Nominated Joyles. Rupert, Joyce, look for the trophy in the mail. Yes. Congratulations Congrats. on this momentous occasion.
0: This trophy will have a little figurine wearing a black button-up shirt.
1: Mmm, yes. <laughs> okay, so now that we've gotten that out of the way... OK, Shall we listen the previously on if you're watching a version of the, the episode that has a previously on the previously on is so long. There are two entirely separate <laughs> scenes to illustrate that the mayor is now impervious, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the most important thing that happened in the previously on is we get to see Buffy and Faith on there like sort of like in lunge positions holding knives at one another's throats. Hell yeah. And I could have just turned the episode off personally <laughs> right there then? and been like, cool, stick around stick
0: around stick around she says Mm. sexually (laughs) (laughs) Mm. in my opinion that's a erotic Ah. novel it's just stick around
1: yeah okay yeah speaking of knives yes speaking of knives what's in the box oh
0: my god okay wait okay so here's the thing here's the fucking thing Uh uh-huh so this episode faith gets her knife Right? Mm -hmm. Her own Mr. Pointy, if you will. (laughs) Faith's own version of Mr. Pointy. She's real excited about it. Um, a few weeks ago, I went to our PO box. I went to our PO box. Jenny was not even here. You I were was in New York. In New York. And I was like, what is this hefty box? And on the box, it was from overseas. So it had a customs form on it. And it wow. was like customs declaration, blunt knife. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what in the heck go on? <laughs> yeah, please tell me more customs form. So I got home and I unwrapped the box. I like that you waited till you got home. I mean, blunt knife. Open it in the car. Listen, I had patience to get home. I opened the box. And inside, as you probably have gathered, was Faith's knife. The, ah! It's called the jackal. <laughs> Jenny? <laughs> Jenny, yeah. You have- Something well, to say. it's like
1: it's like extra. There's like an extra weight. Um, I don't know if you remember the episode of The West Wing where everyone's like, CJ's gonna do the thing. CJ's gonna do the jackal, and CJ Craig like does this oh weird God, yes, lip sync to yes. this song The Jackal. So like that is wow. forever emblazoned upon my mind, and now we'll be connected to this knife forever for me. Yes. Okay. CJ great. And Faith. Wow. This
0: is like a crossover. Crossover. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, okay. So so Lucy from across the
0: pond, in Lucy's own words, sent us this knife, and explained that they are a huge, they were a huge Buffy fan, I mean, still obviously are, but when Lucy was 19, they had purchased this at the height of their Buffy fandom, they had purchased the Jackal, because their intention was always to get it signed, or put it in a display case, That they never got around to it, and it's been in their cupboard ever since, and, um, you know, they thought, who might, who would appreciate Me,
1: I would appreciate I
0: lost my ever living mind I like texted Jenny and then I texted everyone else I knew because we hadn't yet done choices so I couldn't put it on the internet right mm-hmm, away mm-hmm, it was like a mm-hmm. whole thing anyway yeah, back
1: before there was the internet if you wanted to like tell everyone yeah, you had to um, something you it just took had a to, long time t- just one at a time
0: one at a time so anyhow we are now in possession of the jackal, the jackal. and uh, if you want it we put uh, pictures up on social media um, and we'll put up uh, the picture up on patreon of us with the jackal Uh, We're very excited. Lucy, um, you know, we really barely contained ourselves. So thank you for that. Truly. I think we might have been as excited opening up that box as Faith was. Yeah, yeah. Opening her own. mm -hmm.
1: Yes. Now, listen. Yes. We know that's how excited we are because the first thing that I did when I got home from New York was unsheathe the jackal and sniff it. (laughs) Sniff it as hard as I could, which is exactly what Faith does when she takes it out of the fucking box and yeah, like it's that. this is a thing of beauty boss <laughs> <laughs> what? oh yeah she what? does she smells it she the likes sniffing she wants to smell that cold hard steel i mean it might just be the camera angle i'm willing to accept that it might be the camera angle and that she's just like glint, letting the light glint off of it and looking at it from no, every she's angle totally and i smelling it but it really looks like she's smelling it
0: so the mayor and faith i've i really don't they're getting it's getting grosser for me the Mm. way that the mayor is interacting with faith yeah Uh, it's like you know we talked about it being a paternalistic kind of relationship and it Was weird a couple episodes ago when Mm. you know he was like, you should probably try to have sex with Angel to take away, like, ah, Dad. And this, yeah, yeah, and this, this scene, apart from your favorite knife sniff, I just it makes me very uncomfortable the way that he's like, I'm gonna take that present away from you if you can't be a good girl and like have another cookie Mm. and you know just like. They're, they're playing into the gross factor for yes. us. of course, because this is a villain. Never shall we forget. This is uh, an evil character. Listen,
1: nobody is in the coupling that they want to be in truly in their hearts in this episode. Oh, boy. Faith is hanging out with the mayor at the mayor's office because what else can she do? Buffy, meanwhile, has had to find somebody else to take to the cemetery to kill vampires. And it's just Angel. (laughs) I mean, he's just there. And, like, he's gorgeous and tall and whatever. But you know what? He's not. What? Faith.
0: Yeah. You know what else, Jenny? They sure didn't finish at the same time. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Listen, it's like a very special rare yes sometimes you go your whole life slaying vampires and you never find somebody who finishes at the same time right and when you do you should really keep that person close Mm -hmm. Uh, sadly that person is not close and And Buffy is forced reduced to getting hungry and horny In the cemetery with somebody who's not faith, which, I, what a bummer. I
0: have to say, like, Angel, we talked in uh, the last episode about Angel's comedy
1: line. Uh-huh. But
0: he's really, something's happening to our Angel.
1: He's really leaning. He's been reading the forums. Uh-huh. Everyone's like, like, it's when it... so great when Angel is dry. <laughs> and he's, he's just, like, just oh, like, watch me crackle. Right? He's like, he's like talking about
0: like, what about that one time I brought you uh, to that cave? the so which... sea cave. Yeah, right. <laughs> that other kind of demon. I thought, I thought that, that was, was a nice change of pace. Of <laughs> it's like pretty funny man like you're, yeah you're making me laugh and i like it i like it i'll uh, take yeah. it you know because as i always say for every brood you need a good laugh and angel's been giving us a lot of brood and no laughs for yeah quite yeah some yeah, time. yeah now he's so, turning it around yeah he's making now, up for lost time yeah um one thing that i just want to call attention to before we move forward is that the mayor keeps saran pink saran wrap in his drawer oh my god I yeah, just, it's pink. I just found it very sad. There's a lot of little details in this episode. I mean, we've seen details from the mayor, right? The the sanitizer wipes and the, you milk. know. Milk! The oh. unrefrigerated <laughs> milk alert! <laughs> and the unrefrigerated milk. But in this episode, we have, like, the saran wrap in the drawer. There's also a scene later where he, like, pulls, he where Faith is, like, entering. And the mayor's, like, busy. Sorting his pencils, like, making sure they're all in their proper places. So just, like, a lot of little details. Sure. Little mayor- mayoral details. Uh But anyway, the credits. Ba-ba-ba. Now we go to
1: the house. Joyce is so proud. Joyce is the most proud. Northwestern. North- Do you have any friends who went to Northwestern? I don't.
0: Uh Northwestern is, is in Chicago, mm-hmm. right? No.
1: Northeastern. I have a friend who went to Northwestern. Who, Jenny? One of probably the... Sm- if not the smartest, but like, Who? uh, my friend Britt, your friend, Br- oh, sorry, my graduating, Britt. my graduating class, yes. in high school, uh, she went to Northwestern. She, and she is was, very smart. She is, uh, definitely in the top like two or three smart, if not the smart. Not that it's a contest. Not that intelligence is Sounds quantifiable. Like you're be making but a list. like the kind of person that you don't want to have to like square off against in anything <laughs> academic. <laughs> uh yeah i don't know if i know anybody that went to northwestern i always
0: confuse it with northeastern and we definitely know at least one person that went to i know Tamara went two, to Northeastern. oh and so did maddie for a minute. and so did um this well other well, per- we'll just list some of our sure, friends you yeah. don't know that's <laughs> great because we know how to podcast we know but what the- hey, if people the want... The fucking
1: smartest person I know from high school went to Northwestern and Buffy got in because of her SAT scores. And as we all know, SAT scores are the only thing right. that matter. And well, all- I mean,
0: I don't know. I probably, I think she gets a leg up for being a slayer, you know? They're like, well, her SAT scores are pretty good and also she's the chosen Very one. Very agile. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think most colleges would take the chosen one. Mm. Just for the novelty Do You think she included that in her personal yeah. essay? No, she didn't. Uh, Joyce gives us our titular line here. Buffy, you have so many choices I made a
1: list of some of the choices that occur in this episode <laughs> okay great
0: tell, tell us okay. all the
1: moments when we get the titular moment can I just like blow through it yeah, right now them. do it colleges for Buffy colleges for Willow colleges for Cordelia a road trip for Xander uh, taking the fight to the mayor or not taking the fight to the mayor? Wow. Uh, w- Willow v. Box. Uh huh. Willow <laughs> reading books instead of escaping. That's as many as I like, collected.
0: Oh wow, wow. Well, I think uh, one of the biggest choices is between we- we'll-, we'll we'll get there, but between Wesley and the Scoobies, Wesley saying thousands of lives
1: versus. That's we- what- willow v Box. oh willow v Box. I'm, I'm sorry 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 There's sorry i should of... have explained my shorthand yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that could have meant a lot of things okay so we'll get there because
0: i want to talk about of that course. of course but for now i just want to shout out to joyce gets on the phone with her relative in chicago Oh, mm. maybe her sister yeah I like mean, aunt arlene I aunt think. arlene uh how you doing? She says, doesn't take a breath and says, listen, you'll never believe. Peak and I thought, mom. Peak mom. Man, I thought, you know, the Buffy apple doesn't fall far from the Joyce tree, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this lady ain't even going to wait for her to say what's going mm-hmm. on with her life. She's mm-hmm. like, let me tell you about mine. Uh-huh. So, just saying. Wow. Uh, Snyder is really confused about what packaging drugs come in for the whole episode. That's his Ye- brew line. Yeah, <laughs> totally. He's
1: like... That lunch bag surely is where you're keeping your yeah, drugs. Yeah, I've never seen one of those uh, rectangular craft paper bags right. uh, on a picnic table at school and during if, lunch hours before.
0: Certainly if you're not keeping your drugs in, a, in your lunch bag, you're keeping
1: it in a giant box <laughs> with a fucking built-in mutant spider defense mechanism, right. right. Also where drugs are
0: kept. So totally. needs a little this reminds me of so um, I don't mean to scandalize anyone, <laughs> but I got caught smoking pot. What? I was in high school. I was a sophomore. I was fifteen, and my parents were upset. and obviously, and my mom was, like, not so sure about what pot might smell like. Like, she definitely... My mom has definitely smoked pot at some points in her life. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'd been far enough away from it for long enough. Yo! Sorry.
1: I you're, you're, You are lighting a fire for me. Please yes. go on.
0: Well, well, okay. So, just... To, it's a very quick story. I remember right in the aftermath of it, you know, like, a week or two later, I was in the kitchen. It was late at night. I had just come home from, like, hanging out with my friends. And I was peeling an orange... And my mom came downstairs and was like, I smell pot. And I was like, it's an orange. And she was like, I smell pot. (laughs) And I was like, it's an orange. I definitely did not smoke any pot. And it was just like, whatever. My mom and Snyder share some Uh, commonality is all I'm saying. Paranoia
2: around
0: pot. What
1: is it about grownups who totally have smoked pot? Right. But like now can't like, I remember once I went swimming in a local creek Uh With some friends, and then as you do, and then my friends and I like went back to one of my friends' house, and their parents, their dad was like convinced that like the smell of creek water was the smell of weed. Like, and and I was like, bro, right?
2: We literally
1: all just went somewhere like in our like clothes or swimsuits and like jumped in water and came back. Like, where even do you think? I mean. You definitely could have smoked. pot. Sure, but, but it just was like, I, like you know me. I'm not really into like the idea of being told that I did something that I didn't yeah, do. Yeah, you, you know don't like I mean? it. You don't I'm, like it. Like if I fuck up and I do something wrong, I'm happy to self-flagellate. But right. like, I'm not gonna take <laughs> it for something I didn't fucking do. Right. And like, shut up and learn what pot smells like. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I think, but you know, parents they don't have a lot of
1: control at that point in their parenthood
0: you know it's like you have to let your kid go like swim in a creek you have to let your kid go like hang out with their friends and you can't control what's happening so you get in your head it's funny because smoking pot can make you paranoid but smoking pot can also make your parents paranoid even if they don't smoke the pot
1: It's a non-contact high side effect. Yes.
0: I hope that some stoned people are listening to this right now, stoned, so that their minds just (laughs) exploded. Okay, cool. And now I'm the person who doesn't know what pot does. I'm like, they're probably
1: hallucinating. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, So, Xander's taking it on the road. Yeah, this is funny. I like this. This is exactly
0: what Xander would do. Yeah. Like, this is on brand for Xander. Yeah. He's going to take it on the road. He's going to read Jack Kerouac, you know. Mm. He's going to find himself in the Beat Poets. And, like, Uh you know what? Maybe
1: there's something for him to find there. Maybe. Like,
0: I'm not going to argue.
1: I'm not going to take Xander away from reading Kerouac. I'm not going to do it. Sure. I would like Xander to find, like, somebody other than Cordelia to talk to and vice versa. Dude, enough! I'm so bored of this plot line. Yeah, Like, it's
0: enough. Like, I just feel... Listen, I don't mean to insult anybody, but I, I feel like there's a little bit of laziness happening in, like, getting to Cordelia plot points. Like, that, the only way we ever get to Cordelia plot points it's is... by like her is, and Xander... Her and Xander and also her being a total asshole like in a way that is the season started the series started with her being kind of one dimensional and then she became multidimensional and somebody pointed out maybe we even talked about it in, a, in another episode that like. Since her and Xander broke up, she's really lost a lot of her dimensionality. Uh-huh. And, and like, it just feels like nobody's trying. Like, it feels mm. like they're really, I don't know, and I'm bored. Like, they've been fighting like this forever. There's not even a reason for them to be fighting anymore. Like, either she's not on the show anymore or she's on the show. She's on the show. Give her some damn... Like good, like give her some good ins instead of just walking onto set, walking onto
1: screen, being an asshole. Well, do you think though for a moment about how many people they're like trying to juggle and yes. keep us invested in all at the same time. Like the cast has expanded significantly. We've got Oz, Angela's back, and things sure, are weird over fine. there. That's what. But uh, then, like Faith, I- the mayor.
0: No, if they're you know, doing, no, a, if they're doing a good job with everybody else, they can do a good job with Cordelia. And I do not feel mm. that a good job is being done with Cordelia. I believe that everyone has forgotten that she has many layers and they're only focusing on one. And I have had it. Okay.
1: That's all. Noted.
0: Okay. Um. Also, just a little shout out to a line in the scene where they're outside. Because, of course... Uh, Willow has gotten into every school, mm-hmm. and she's talking about Oxford, not to be confused with Oxnard. Uh-huh. And she says, uh, "Buffy says that's where they make Giles is. Very cute. It was very cute. This
1: is a very cute little line. So shout out to it. So Buffy, after being told that she has no future by Cordelia, immediately storms into the library and is yeah. like, "I, I must. I suddenly must. The, the most important thing in my." entire existence is that I go away to school right
0: and then but this is like and Giles is so proud Giles is so proud that she got into Northwestern and also like I think the important thing that happens in this scene is Buffy's discussion it's you know it's brief but it's like I'm a person and I don't want to be defined by being the slayer like I that's not the only
1: thing I am I'm other things outside of that Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. like listen nobody wants to be defined by one dimension of their exactly personhood. Um. Uh, so, but like this leads her to very proactive. Uh, let's take the fight to the mayor. Yeah. Pro- let's take the fight to the mayor so that I can defeat the evil, so I can go away to college.
0: Yeah. Not, but not sound reasoning here. But it does at least get us a great move from Wesley, who crosses two fingers by <laughs> two fingers <laughs> over <laughs> his chest and says, "By the power invested hey. in me," <laughs> which is delightful. Pretty good. But I'm annoyed with Wesley. You know, like. I feel like I had a more rounded understanding of Wesley's character coming into Wesley, and I forgot how much I did not like Wesley. Yeah, I mean nobody likes Wesley. No, right he's a pain in the fucking ass. And he, like, whatever, I'll get there later because he really bothers uh-huh, me in this uh-huh, episode. Uh-huh. He's bothered me with a lot of things, but whatever. Over you, Wesley. Uh... What is Faith wearing <laughs> to
1: the airport?
0: Oh, what? is she wearing
1: boobs if i remember
2: they are
0: correctly. encased in sateen <laughs>
1: nah. and held up um, my leather
0: okay, okay i'm just saying it's a sight to um, behold
1: you cannot help but to be like what is happening <laughs> like sure. she really she picked that outfit out also almost... just putting this out there i mean she's still lugging that compound bow she around the bow and and you're drawing that Across your chest, uh-huh. you know, with your arm out in front of you, like right sort of to the side of your chest, right? Sure. And as we learn from that- like
0: the Hunger Games, you're probably the like string is probably pressing up, up against your mouth when you're Yeah, you aim. Yeah,
1: and it's gonna <laughs> it's gonna whip across your body as you release. <laughs> so you're worried about faith. I'm breaths. worried about her sateen. <laughs> I'm worried about her leather. I'm yeah. worried about the many available solid things. With, with which the bowstring... This is how Jenny also talks
0: about anyone else's uh, breasts. Uh, their solid things. Those solid
1: <laughs> things that you have on your body. I'm just concerned for her well-being. It mm-hmm. doesn't seem like, A, what you want to wear to murder, B, what you want to wear to the airport, or C, what you want to wear when you're using your compound bow. Uh, I agree. So, um... Not to be, like,
0: the line police here oh, shouting oh, out lines. Yeah. But, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy's like, you killed him. And Faith's like, what are you,
1: the narrator? It's really, <laughs> it's quite good. It's inarguably great. Like, it's great. It's really my good chuckle. Perspective. Now, what is this trash where she's like, ah, he's cuffed to the box. And then she draws her knife. And then the vampire is like. That won't cut through steel. And she's like, it'll cut through bone. And then the vampire is like, whoa, this bitch is bad. <laughs> like, what <laughs> vampire is going to be like, you're going to cut through bone? Seriously. Also, how does she know it
0: will cut through bone? Do you think that's why she sniffed it? She Maybe. was like,
1: <laughs> yes, this will do. This Maybe will the cut way through she... bone but not steel. Now, when I christen my knives, uh-huh. I almost always start by cutting through some kind of bone. This is disturbing. <laughs> that backtrack. Back no, I just went to like the butcher and I was like, "Give me your, <laughs> your roundest." No, no, yeah. <laughs> keep going, Johnny. Yeah, no. where's it gonna go? I'm your gonna, roundest bone. I don't bone. know what Kristen goes to the butcher. Give not me, me your solid objects. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh so, no. So
0: Buffy is. Back to hiding. She's, you know, I really miss the trench coat and the tiny glasses. Yes, but here we get a taste of by, it
1: as well, she ducks into the bushes. Into the bushes.
0: She's just, just not, it's not her thing. She's, it's not her thing. Uh, and the mayor's organizing his pencils, as noted. And, um, yeah, this is, you know, she sees the box go in, right? Is that what happens? And uh-huh. then she goes after the vamp who's yeah, scandalized. Like, What's in
1: the box? Yeah. What's in the box? So uh, listen, speaking of outfits. Oh, yes. Willow's dress. Is it the long, like, crushed velvet thing for the whole episode? Yes. Wait. It's good. Because also, just hang on. Okay. Okay. Made him an offer he couldn't survive. I feel like this episode is, like, really snappy. Yes, it is. really, really, really snappy. I'm sure
0: that if we looked at other episodes written by David Fury...
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah, would yeah. see
0: the snappiness because that's what I'm noticing now that we're paying it. T- okay, Sam. I'm just going to give you all, <laughs> Sam. Sam <laughs> what are you doing, Sam? Sam is trying to climb up onto an amp in the room, and she's all a fool. Today's Sam's birthday, everyone. Happy birthday! I mean, Sam. not the day you're listening to this, but the day so we're, we're recording
1: it. it is Sam's birthday, and she's really uh, upset with us for doing work on her birthday. Uh, she's really expressing her displeasure in a serious way. Okay, so before we get to Willow's dress that you like so much, Uh I want to talk about a couple things that happen at City Hall. First of all, the mayor's like, oh God, dude, such a mistake. He's like, oh Faith, you're so competent. Oh Faith, you're so good at killing people I didn't even ask you to kill. Oh, the initiative. Oh, and she's like, go on. And he's like, yeah, if Buffy Summers came in here and said, like, I'd like to work for you, I'd tell her to take a hike. And it's like, read the fucking room, bro. The only open wound to which you have immediate access. And you're just going to fucking jam your finger in there and make Faith
2: feel bad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Faith, I I had a lot of little sad
0: emojis for Faith in this. It's a I, rough rough episode. Right. It just is. To it's, see it's like where Faith I don't think I'm at. ever going to get to a point where I'm like, "Fuck you, Faith." You know, I'm just always like never. God.
1: <laughs> never. No, I, you will I will no, only no, allow you to be in a what? place where you say, "Faith, we do have a guest bed." Yeah. <laughs> so, and also, yes. and also, Faith is like, and this is not the first time this happens in the episode, Faith is like lifting up the lid and the mayor's like, don't do that. Yes. Okay. So listen, don't you think if you have a huge ancient looking box <laughs> and it contains 50 billion, 50 billion horrifying mutant spiders yeah. the size of football. Definitely hatch- Don't you think you would have fucking latches on that goddamn box? I agree. Like, Unbelievable, And like many things. At least latches. Definitely a lock in my book. But like, what is everybody doing? Okay, now back to the dress you like so much. Okay, whatever. It's just a dress. It's made of velvet. Mm. I like it. I think it was
0: really good on Willow. I think it's like really, she's really embracing her Wiccan nature, you know? Is that okay? Yes, it's great. It's beautiful. She's she's doing a good job, Jenny. She's doing a great, beautiful job.
1: She looks like the inside of a
0: conch shell. Wow. A compliment, I suppose.
1: Definitely. Have you ever seen the inside of a conch shell? Yeah. So beautiful. (laughs) Sorry. You gonna be all right? You need a minute? (laughs) I'm okay. Today's episode is brought to you
0: by Regal Cinemas.
1: erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of
2: Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
0: Okay, (laughs) Okay. so this scene in the library is like, Basically, there to show us that nobody cares what Wesley thinks and nobody's listening to Wesley and Wesley's getting mad. Right? Yeah. I don't have any other details here except for I get it. We don't yeah, listen to he's, Wesley. Mm-hmm, yes. Then we go to the shop where uh, Cordelia is looking at a dress. Oh, how she dare she! Yeah. <laughs> Although she's not looking at a dress she's work. I mean, she's looking at a dress, but as we find but out But we later, don't know yet. We don't know yet. She um, also
1: apparently just carries her acceptance letters with her wherever she goes. And, like, leaves her purse around on the floor when she's working. <laughs> right, right.
0: So, yeah, Cordelia, whatever. This is where I wrote the Xander Cordy shit is getting old. Um, Xander walks in to be like... Oh, you didn't get into any colleges and I know because I'm stupid my name's Xander <laughs> and then Cordelia is like my name's Cordelia and I don't remember having any layers so I'm just gonna show you all of the places I got into college and also I'm mean yeah done boo whatever so then it's time
1: to synchronize our watches to synchronize
0: the watches we don't have beautiful very very fun uh, so they're all like in the van which I believe is like the white hat van in the episode where we're yeah in. where'd that van even right? come from like, it's not Oz's van. No, Oz has a
1: totally different van. Right, it's like the white hat van. Is all I'm saying.
0: Was, wait, was the white hat van Oz's van? No, it was like no. a different van. So uh,
1: yeah. Wait. So I think that van was a whole other van. Oh my if god. If somebody could just prepare a set of screenshots <laughs> for us of every van that's appeared in the show up to this point, that like, would be are they fantastic. vans you. when they need them. What's oh my god. Oh
0: my gosh So okay. So right. Nobody has a watch. They all have a plan. This who's going to do what? Who's going to do this? You're going to go there. Willow's there for magic, which is cool because she's really starting to be used for her magic yeah, skills so right.
1: now i know when i have an evil artifact that's very important to my demonic ascension mm-hmm. um i always want to leave that in an empty conference room yes under, underneath the skylight underneath the course. skylight yes exactly. well, where else right i mean i is,
0: is, is safe to put it safest place with no latch no 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 no, no, no 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 leave it there mm-hmm. and it'll be cool with some vamps in the hallway not even. And not, not even, even with no
1: latches on it. Don't you think the the mutant spiders could could actually open it up themselves? I don't know. There's probably some metaphysics applied. happening. Oh, there. Okay, right right, 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 right. Sure, 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 sure. So,
0: um, before we get to the big moment. uh, (laughs) we go to the library where I just really enjoy that Xander and Oz have left behind to do magic like the like like basic magic now you know they're like uh, Willow's advanced to like level 301 so I guess just give it to Oz and Xander Mm. and they're like they trusted us so I guess it can't be that hard and Willow made them a little, little set of diagrams a little set of diagrams which is very cute I also really um like that one of the ingredients and in there's in their spell was twice blessed sage. Yeah. So I feel like I've been missing out cuz I think you've, you've been
1: settling for once for blessed. once blessed. Yeah, or maybe never blessed. Oh, I, don't, I, even who knows? Even knows? I don't even know. I don't even know. I never If heard- I bless it twice, does that count I or don't is think there a so. particular protocol? I think you have to have some kind of blessing power to bless it. But You m- think I don't have blessing power? But I <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't mean I, you know. We've been together for eight years. We're and making you are not think a I have blessing power? This is not the place to what have the a fight. Fuck? Fuck? Listen, everything's fine. We'll talk about it after. Okay, okay. okay. Great. Uh so, so now. Jenny. No. Oh. Some <laughs> stuff happens. First of all, Will. Winchmaster does... Angel <laughs> No, we're not there yet. It's oh. almost time for the jingle, but first willow uses her magic and baby powder or whatever the fuck it is sure yeah to break the spell so good on her now break out the fucking zipline or whatever you call this fucking thing (sighs) now it's time for what jenny detective angel um, while that, that was playing, uh, Jenny, let me know that she had said winch master angel. I didn't hear it. I thought she said something about witches and I railroaded her joke.
1: How dare you? So Jenny,
0: um, I'm sorry.
1: That's okay. Um, I'm not even sure that thing's technically a winch.
0: <laughs> Certainly not a zip line. That's what I called it. So, <laughs> so detective angel. Lowers Buffy. This is ridiculous. Oh, this is so stupid. It's so (laughs) stupid.
1: He lowers her down to the box. She picks up the box, and the vamps are like, "Uh uh-oh. Well- an alarm goes off. It's not attached to anything, but just like a school bell alarm goes right. off. Right. It's like a laser. It's like there's lasers that we can't see in the room or Don't something. do you think we would
0: have seen lasers from like when the dust went down? Yes, um, I do. I really do. But you know what I think, Jenny? What's that? I think that Angel is one of the strongest fucking vampires that exist on the planet. He cannot lift her up with his arms. He cannot pull her up through the window.
1: Why? Yeah. can't? Why? What is the point of making maybe, maybe, you know, he's, like, pulling on the thing. It's, it's jammed. He's like, I'll just pull harder, and then it'll unjam, but it, that doesn't work. And then by the time, he might have been like, guess I'll start hoisting you up. Like, the alarm was already going off. Help was already on the way. No. Like, it would have taken too long for him to hoist. This is ridiculous. Listen, I want to watch Angel hoist. I want to say hoist as many times as <laughs> I possibly can. And I want to watch Angel hoist. hoist people all the day long, but... I, anyway whatever but he doesn't
0: and so she's like uh oh mm-hmm. guess you're not gonna help me get down are ya and then Angel jumps down and they fight the vamps and here's what I love is what that do you love? Angel has a flashback and he's like Remember that time that door fell on me and I couldn't get up for ages? I know. I'll put this table on top of the vampires and they won't be able to get up. Uh-huh. And it
1: works because, uh-huh. you
0: know, there's just a couple of ways to disarm a vamp. You can stake them or you can put one flat piece of wood on top of them. <laughs> you yeah. can't
1: yeah. do anything. Well, think about how many potential stakes are alive within <laughs> right, that one right, flat right. piece of wood. <laughs> so, this fight sequence. It's silly. You know? It's good, some good box whacking. Sorry. <laughs> box whacking, an American classic, <laughs> yeah. of course. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's very, it's very proppy and very like, do, 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 do. Right. But, uh, whatever. But whatever. They, they fight the guys, they put a table on top of them, then they run out uh, and like duck into the bushes, and then. The black van, somehow, right. is perfectly timed to just, like, peel Distract past. them, right. right. And, like, how are they... What are they going to circle bet Or, like, they're just going to, like, drive and no, lose the vampires knew. while Buffy and Angel run in the opposite direction. They all yeah. meet back at the... Little, okay. I think they knew what
0: they were doing. Like, I think they saw what was happening and they were like, they'll think that they're in the van or whatever.
1: Yeah. A lot of, lot of stuff going on um, there. So, the mayor
0: loses his temper I Yo. think for the first time I mean like he kind of lost his temper a little bit with Faith here and there but like he loses it and it's scary I, I thought it was scary yeah th- I like yep mm-hmm. yep <laughs> right yeah and and then we find out that Faith has done something good I mean it's not good but like for her position as the mayor's assistant
1: I really like seeing him like go from like I like I feel like we see the pendulum swing and then swing back like we see him be like well this is a gosh darn disappointment yes and then he's like they've got my books right in that, like scary like my jaw is wired shut uh angry stepdad way yeah right and exactly. then <laughs> kind of <laughs> just, just a little uh, ref for all you angry stepdad having kids <laughs> out there cool vibe uh and then when when uh faith busts in with her knife on willow's throat he's just like Right back. Yeah. To uh, Greensville. Showing us,
0: right, that, like, the, as joyful and jolly as the mayor is, that there's such a thin little layer of that, and underneath is some scary shit. Yeah. So, now we go to the library. (laughs) This is some losing battle, Wes. But this is some real shit, right? Yeah. Because because Wesley's argument is a valid argument. It's not where I side and it's not where the Scoobies side. But it's not like he's saying something ridiculous. He's just saying, you don't understand what you're... Like, you're not thinking of the big picture here. You're only thinking of the immediate thing in front of you. Uh And it's a challenging thing to unpack, right? Like... If I were them and I if I am me, you go and you save Willow because that's what you do because Willow's part of your group and part of your core and that is what people do. You're loyal. Right. But in a larger scale, it is like if you know you're sacrificing one for the lives of thousands and if you save that one then everyone might die. It's tricky. Yes. But you know who it's not fucking tricky for? Well, I mean everyone,
1: but most of all Oz. Most
0: of all Oz. Now, I have Sexual Attention Award nominees that are probably more aligned with where we normally give sexual attention. What? But I just want to put myself into the ring that I would like to be considered for a sexual tension award with Oz when he knocks over the...
1: Wow.
0: Because let me tell you what, as much as I love Faith and as much as I love this person or that person, I don't think I have been as turned on in the series to date as I was when Oz got up out of his damn chair and was like, blam. What the fuck? Sorry. that's how I feel. Wow. I'm into it, Jenny. I don't think we're going to win, but I just want to put us in as nominees,
1: okay? (laughs) Well, listen, it would only be fair for you to be uh, considered in a pairing. I agree. Uh, But soon we're going to get to another pairing that I think might take it. But before then,
0: we go to the mayor's office. We're in the mayor's office for a while now. Uh 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 A lot of things happen. First of all, Willow using that magic to slay a fucking vamp with a pencil. Oh, hell yeah. This is great. This is a great skill like maybe we're going to see willow like actually levitating stakes and and bigger objects that would to to, to slay demons and monsters i'm into it we learn that the mayor
1: has had a dog named rusty and that he learned dogs' sense of friendship is stronger than reason or their sense of self preservation, which makes me feel like he killed his dog just oh, putting no. it Oh, no. Don't you just like. God, it was already sad. And now I it's know. sadder. I, I don't know. I Maybe I think r-
0: so. I think it's just like, you know, I the mean, movie Up when the dog hides under <gasps> the thing. I hid under the porch because I love you. Yes. Okay. It's like, oh, okay. John, right. You need to take a break so you can cry for no, a minute. No. <laughs> be all right.
1: no, no. No, 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 no. But good.
0: like, you know, it's like a dog's faithfulness is like a thing. It doesn't mean you have to kill your dog to find that out. Like it's kind uh, yeah, of just but, a dog okay. trait. Okay. Um, we see the map of Santa Barbara in the main. office. We sure office. do. And then Willow finds the Books of Ascension in the dark arts cabinet. She does. And, and, and they do a nice little crossfade here to show us that She's been reading them for quite yeah, some yeah, time. Yeah, the passage
1: of time, passage, spanning time, yes. spanning time. How did they like, like, who do you think was the first person that ever
0: did a crossfade to signal the passing of time? Because we all know that now. We see a crossfade, we're like right. many, many. That's what it means. Yeah, but, but I don't But uh, do
1: let us know. Yes, please. Whoever write out there
0: knows. the in at gmail.com and, and let us know if you know where the crossfade came in.
1: Uh, And <sighs> so here's where so much to say. Yeah. Can I please. leap? Leap. So Faith uh, finds Willow reading and yeah, she's like, she mm, the little bookworm. Yeah, she does. She's and like then... a redhead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then like, Willow does her like, bootstraps Rosenberg routine where I have, first of all, I like it's way too late even though I don't Hell believe yeah. that. I thought it was like, no, I, uh, great. Yeah, great line. Uh, but then like, Willow does her whole like, yeah, maybe you had a rough childhood but like, you really, like, fucked up, and you didn't, like, you know, reach your potential, and right. you didn't work hard enough to, like, not be evil or, or whatever. And then she says, you had a lot more than many people. You had friends like Buffy. <laughs> Buffy, your friend who wouldn't let you move into her guest room? Yeah. And plus many other things that we don't need to go into here. Yeah, I mean,
0: like, this is, like, Willow's line of reasoning isn't really spot on here, but also I love her, she's furious with Faith. Faith has, like, ruined people's lives, namely totally. her closest friend. She's, you know, she knows Buffy, like, feels like she can't even go away to college because Faith has just, like, jumped ship and they were a team before uh-huh, and, like, uh-huh. whatever. You know, Willow- You think Willow's mad at Faith for breaking Buffy's heart? I do. I do. I do. I really do, and I think because like this reminds me of my best friend who like doesn't ever have an emotion when something's wrong for me, except for to be angry at whatever the thing is that's making me upset. You know, she just and that's like where Willow is. Willow is mm-hmm. just like, you know what? You hurt my friend, and you're a selfish piece of shit. I don't care. You had friends, and you're boohoo, and you're. And you then know. Faith's like, "You're begging for some deep pain." Yes. In case you missed what Jenny said, Faith says, "You're begging." for some deep pain. Okay, that's, that's um, fine, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where I'm going to posit that another contender for the sexual attention award in this episode <gasps> is Faith
1: and Willow. And then, yes. And then, right. of course, the third contender is Faith and the Jackal. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. So we'll,
0: we'll ruminate on that. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll come back to it. You know what I think would be fun for season four? Jenny and everyone listening what's that you know it's every time we do a sexual attention award we say like here's some nominees and then we pick Mm -hmm. but like what if next season we say the nominees and then we put up a twitter poll
2: and we let
1: them you all choose the winner that'll really streamline the bracket end of season bracket process yeah (laughs) it'll already be done (laughs) no
0: well like well Oh, no they're just they're just picking the one you don't, don't understand Emily who makes go. our bracket is like shaking her head sorry She's like, Emily I'm really stupid about brackets <laughs> <laughs> anyway I think it would be fun we'll see what happens but for for now we'll keep season three consistent we'll still pick the winners for the rest of season three so, anyway so like, Buffy
1: was like Giles make the call and then they show up to the trade. Wait, and wait, wait, oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, because oh, oh.
0: I have a sad face for Faith. Okay. Oh. Because after this whole thing that Willow says, oh, no. she says, I got someone. I got him. Faith, no! No! Come stay in our guest no! bed! You have an evil mayor. Please come come to my arms. I'll hold you so tightly. Listen,
1: sometimes when you don't know what love looks like, you think love oh, is a free, nice apartment me. with a weird pink couch that's asymmetrical mm. and um, chocolate chip cookies and being told to wear your hair back so and that warm you can, milk. your pretty face is visible. And
0: not like warm milk, like milk that is warm <laughs>
1: in a way it Warmed shouldn't be. Warm in the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, now you were saying. Okay, so they're meeting up for this this Stand trade, off. which of course they're doing like in the school cafeteria, and they're like securing all the doors. I'm doing air quotes. Yeah. And don't worry, Giles brought a baseball bat. Uh-huh. And don't, also, don't worry, Xander brought a baseball hat with a hook on it. A baseball hat or a baseball? Oh my bat. god! <laughs> <A> baseball bat. <laughs>
0: I wish he had brought a baseball hat with a hook on okay, it. Okay, 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 Yes, okay. so they're all ready, and then somebody shuts the lights off. Uh, yeah, someone mayoral.
1: Right. Uh, or is it Snyder? Like, who knows? No, I think it's the mayor. So I, I think it's, like, pretty telegraphed to us. Yeah. Via- so, so the mayor
0: walks in, and this is, like, really great. This is, like, the standoff here is, I think it's done very nicely. I like the way it's shot. Yeah. I like the feeling of it. It's the first time... Surprisingly, it's the first time that Buffy and the Mayor have been in like have met face to face.
1: They've been right, in the right, same right, right. spaces a couple times, but never in this sort of context or directly. Contacting They've never spoken to each other mm-hmm. or really seen each other. And. The way that the mayor uses this time is to uh, just indulge in the traditional supervillain waxes poetic with relationship advice to a couple who have a 225 year age difference trope. Right. You know, Spike came first. Now the mayor.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Everybody's got something to say about Uh these two
0: lovebirds. But what's interesting So the mayor. A lot happens, right? She's pretty, Angel, a little skinny. What? How dare you? You know what that calls for? (gasps)
1: The patriarchy! (laughs) Keep your observations off my body. Yeah, and while we're on the
0: patriarchy train, let's uh, change that camera angle and look over to Angel, who says, I
1: like him sane. Okay,
2: everyone's doing a bad job. Everybody
1: needs to also calm down. Also, that leads to, I mean, not just for like, don't be a shitty person reasons, but also don't be a shitty person uh, by like fucking insulting Faith who has a knife pressed against right. the throat of Willow. Right, 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 right. So, but this is really interesting.
0: I find this to be really, really interesting because the mayor, like what is the mayor's the mayor isn't like doing. I don't think that the mayor is doing this for any reason, but to just engage. He's just. I. That's a kind of fucking weird guy. He is. Yeah. Like, and he. But he's had. He shares that he's had this experience that he was married, and he like went through this shit
1: with his wife.
0: Well, like, maybe. What?
1: Maybe. I mean, maybe there's some like just wants to engage, but then maybe there's some like positioning himself as the a person in position of knowledge mm. and like i know better and like i have this experience so i'm going to tell you like what you're too like young and dumb to know right and it could i mean i think maybe people
0: would posit that like well he knows it's going to mess with buffy's head and so like it could be tactical in uh-huh. that sense but it just—it feels like there's more to it than just like a tactical move, you know. So I just—I don't know. I find—I I mean, he's think, not wrong. No, he's not wrong. And immortal and,
1: and mortal does not make for an easy pairing. Exactly. And if we are
0: believing him, if we're you know assuming that he's telling the truth here, that you know he does have personal experience with it, that's interesting because like he's lived, he's walked in those shoes, he's actually done this thing. Mm-hmm. Sounds like they were together till the end, although miserable. Just very interesting. what it's kind also of, like, yeah, oh, sorry. no, just like his line, like, what kind of life can you offer her? It's like very cutting and very real. and
1: yeah, you know, yeah. and and when he's like saying you want to keep her from the life that she deserves until it's like, Pastor by is that what you came back from hell for is that your greater purpose like where's the mayor getting all of his information right? you from? can't he knows about true happiness he has a lot of back info on angel and then he's just like so disgusted like yeah. m- make the trade There's no <laughs> talking to these young people yeah uh, he's an interesting
0: guy that mayor i'll tell you what he's yeah he's got a lot of, speaking of layers
1: so has yeah. got a lot
0: of layers, too. So you know who doesn't have many layers? Snyder. Fucking Snyder, who walks in and is like, I knew you were dealing drugs in this box full of spiders. spiders? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Uh, so then we learn that there are spiders in the box. Yeah, one of them is a cop's You know what this reminds me of, Jenny?
1: What, uh, aliens? Bad eggs! Oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I get the too.
0: I get the like shivers the same way I got the shivers from the bugs and bad eggs from these spiders, mm-hmm. and they do a lot yeah. of similar things. They're latching onto faces. Sure, sure. They're gross. getting so knifed to the wall.
1: Wasn't that what happened to the bug? <laughs> they got knifed to the wall. She, I think it got scissored to the wall. Same, if I remember correctly. Um. Yeah. Fifty billion. Fifty, 50 billion. billion. They made a the sequel to this episode. Was a
0: movie called Arachnophobia. Okay. <laughs> That's uh,
1: my '90s joke. I think it's probably in the wrong order. I, I, I think, think you're Arachnophobia right. came I think first. It's in the wrong order. Uh. But uh, Faith loses
0: her knife. Oh God. Yeah. Okay. She does. I, I'm gonna talk about it in one second. We'll get there in one second. Cause I just I just want to make sure that everyone who's watched the episode saw. Snyder's reaction to the mayor's face healing. It is spectacular. (laughs) He's so horrified, which is interesting because, like, up until this point, we've heard Snyder, like, we know Snyder's like in the loop in a sense. Yeah. But yet it seems like now watching this scene, he's very like ill informed. He he only knows like very surface things and like follows orders without knowing the depth and Mm -hmm. the scope of things. Because He really is not prepared for what he's seeing. No, no, no. And very scared, as evidenced by him holding up that damn chair against his chest like a (laughs) fool. Anyway, raise your hand if you're invulnerable, also. Very funny.
1: Yeah. mm -hmm. Very
0: funny. But then the knife. This is a second sad face for Faith. Yeah. Because it's just like nobody gives her anything. She really treasures this knife. And the mayor just is like, we're going. You know, like, snaps his fingers like she's a dog. Yeah. And she has to leave it. And it sucks, and I'm sad for her because I want her to have a nice thing.
1: You know? Um, Yes, I want her to have a, ni- a nice, a nice a deadly knife weapon. Thing. I want her to have a uh, knife thing. So Willow recounting the whole oh. situation to Buffy is pretty oh, great. Oh, so good. <laughs> let's hear a little clip of it, actually.
2: So Faith was like, I'm going to beat you up. And I'm all, I'm not afraid of you. And then she had the knife, which was lush fun. And then, oh, I, I told her, you made your choice. Buffy was your friend. Yes,
0: this is fascinating, but just to get back to the point just it's really special it, it is very authentic it's like exactly how i would tell a story to a per- you know i just identify with her yeah. excitement you know who else is excited who giles oh my god so excited he's so excited oh, when he, she hands him notes. pages right <laughs> he's like oh my god christmas morning yeah yeah and then wesley is a stupid idiot asshole this is where my note is fuck you wesley this is when i was like oh Mm. i don't like him hope it was worth it Mm. yeah like ah suck it man yeah uh
1: but hey guess what what willow's not going anywhere she's gonna go to uc sunnydale my note in all
0: caps is willow and buffy forever
1: wow (laughs) (laughs) it's just really
0: great she looks so cute in her overalls and like She's like, I'm going to UC Sunnydale and Buffy's going to stay in Sunnydale and they're going to be together. And it's really special because also like they just saved Willow and she knows that. But then to just put icing on this great cake, Willow's
1: like, you know what? It isn't even about you. I know. This is so Buffy. To yeah. be like, you don't, you can't stay just for me. And Willow's <laughs> like, actually, bitch. <laughs>
0: But you know what? That's the thing. Is like Willow. The, the reason that Willow and Buffy are such good friends is because Willow isn't like actually bitch. She's like, no, actually, like she's like really like no Buffy. Listen, let me tell you about things other than you. You know, oh, I she's know. just like so patient and loving, and like yeah. knows that Buffy will someday understand that not everything is about being the chosen one. And
1: that's all great. And then this line happens. Yeah. And the line is, you look at something and you think you know exactly what it is, and then you find out it's something else entirely. And what the fuck does this line mean <laughs> yeah. other than to like set up the next scene that immediately follows? like are we is it like you think you see Willow getting into lots of schools and you know she's going to go to like Oxford or something right. uh, but, then, but then or you like don't? or is it what? like you
0: think that Faith is going to be a slayer pal but then yeah, like yeah, yeah, what's yeah. the throw yeah, this line in the trash it's very out of the thing but before we go though before we leave the scene like I, I i mean i talked about Willow being like it's not about you but i just want to like just give a minute for Willow here because she says like, you know, I want to fight evil. It's worth doing. And I don't think that you do it, Buffy, because you have to. It's because it's a good fight. Aww. And Best then friends. Buffy says, I kind of love you. And oh, it's just my really God. great. It's two social justice warriors coming together. Theirs is a beautiful to friendship. Make change. And you know, we, all, we don't have a jingle for Buffy and Willow. Together. Together. So in the absence of that, let's give Willow her jingle, and but let as we listen to it, let's in our hearts listen to it as their jingle right now.
1: Wow.
2: Who knows the square root of twelve hundred and twenty-five? Willow, who's gentle of heart and nimble with a hard drive? Willow, willow.
0: So they go and they get mochas, which is such like a – you know how sometimes things really hit me in the nostalgia place? Oh, sure, yeah. This really hit me in the nostalgia because it just reminded me of like being a senior in high school or being a freshman in college and like having friends and – Having like the a kind of freedom that I don't feel I have anymore. It was like life was just like opening itself in front of me. And we could be like, let's go to Wendy's, you know, like just like, oh let's let's do a thing that's uh-huh. like just fun. And like that was it. You weren't thinking like, oh, I shouldn't do this thing, but I'll do it. You were just like, let's do this thing. Yes. And it I don't know. It just made me nostalgic is all
1: so i'm with that cordelia so, cordelia is working in retail cordelia is working in retail and it's hard to experience this yeah. as like what this show like wants us to experience I, it as that's exactly the note that i had like I, 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 lo- I looked around for
0: my violin uh-huh. it, it was playing like there was like this dramatic music playing and, and then i had A job. Yeah. So this. Okay. So I'm. This is probably gonna cause like all sorts of chaos when I say this. But we, Jenny and I, have not watched Girls. We watched a few episodes, and I could not watch the show because I couldn't get behind. Like the whole. For the first thing in that show is like, oh no, mom and dad took my money away, and I'm a white girl with rich parents, and now they're not supporting me. What's gonna happen? And listen. I know that there's more to it. I mean, Jesus, even on un- even even bringing up Lena Dunham is like a yeah, good explosive. Luck with our inbox. We're not going to we're not going to like dig we're not going to dig into that. But but just that plot line, I was like, I can't watch this. I can't. I can't get emotionally invested in a plot line where somebody's rich parents took their money away from them. I can't. I can unless it's the L word and it's Helena. Just kidding, Kristen. Deep cut for all the other listeners, watchers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, I, like I just can't. It's very difficult for me to feel anything for.
1: I mean, you know. Like, well, we don't know what's happening yet. We don't. It could be. It could be what? It the, could be anything. It, I don't know. Whatever. It's just, uh, But she could have a life-threatening illness for which the only way to slow it down is to work is the dress. Retail? Oh, <laughs> is it the sequin is it dress? The dress? <laughs> it's a magic dress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess we don't know all the details, but I
0: just like the dramatic music behind this was like okay. Yeah. Like
1: what? I don't know. So anyway, graveyard picnic. Okay. So this scene, they're on this. You know when you're like with your boyfriend and it's like not the time of night when you're going to be like killing things in the cemetery together but instead you like you lay out your blanket and you like cuddle up against a giant tombstone (laughs) and you're talking about how like (laughs) the evil mayor said a bunch of shit and like he doesn't know what he's talking about probably the only lasting relationship he's ever had has been with Evil. evil except edna may who he married in ought three were you even listening so he was, was with her until the end
0: 1903 right I, I was like was it 1903 or 2003 right <laughs> it's literally <laughs>
1: 1999 so and he's was... like he doesn't even know anything about us except he knows like a lot of basic facts about how angel can have one true and one of happiness and angel went to hell and then angel's back from hell and You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's called denial, my Mm. friend. Oh yeah, which is didn't we start there at the beginning of the episode? Yes, yes we did. So a a river runs through it, and that river river is (gasps) Brad Pitt Nile. Is that
2: river? Is it also Brad Pitt? No,
1: it's just a joke about the Nile. Sorry, I just had a
0: poster of a river runs through it on my. (laughs) Okay, you want to know something about me as we wind out of this episode? (laughs) I had a Brad Pitt wall in my bedroom in high
1: school how big of a wall are we talking here
0: um it wasn't a full size wall it was probably i want to say it was probably like two feet wide maybe two Mm -hmm. and a half feet wide Mm -hmm. but floor to ceiling wow was only brad pitt because i don't know if you know this but brad pitt is a gateway to the lady loving oh I, uh, yeah, I'd like to ban the phrase the lady-loving <laughs> from this podcast <laughs> moving forward.
1: I'm just saying, yeah, it wasn't phrased well. I, I also ban it. Um, but yeah, but- Brad Pitt is the boy that you liked in high school because he had long, pretty hair yes, and, and, and a fine, pretty, beautiful face. features and lovely skin. Yes. Uh, and like a soft, you know,
0: like he would cry and whatever. Mm-hmm. So my mm-hmm. centerpiece... My centerpiece of the Brad Pitt wall was a River Runs Through It poster, Um, and then I had around it many, many, many pictures from magazines that I pulled out, all of Brad Pitt, some from Thelma and Louise. My least favorite one was he went through this phase where he bleached his hair like bright, bright blonde. And it was like long and bleach blonde. I didn't like it, but Mm -hmm. I had to fill the wall. So, you know. Sure, sure, sure. Back in those days, you couldn't really find shit on the Internet and print it out. So I was like going through magazines to (laughs) find my wallscape. Anyway, now you know that I had a wall with Brad Pitt. And that's a great way to end this episode about choices. Because you know what? I made a choice, Jenny. You sure did. And I stand by it. Brad Pitt is
1: a hunk. Oh, you know, listen, speaking of hunks, that reminds me, we still have one final order of business mm-hmm. to conduct. We have something going. to dole out.
2: Mm-hmm. Attention
1: so what do we say the contenders are Willow
0: and Faith. Yes, Willow and Faith versus me and Oz flipping over the cauldron. Wow. I I know where it's going, okay? I know, I understand. I think that me and
1: Oz gave it a good mm. show. No, you know, listen, I think, I think, I mean, I know what the people want in their, what they think they want. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But I think even more than giving the sexual attention award to Faith and Willow, I think the people want you to be happy and for you to be living your best life and getting the most out of every moment. Therefore, as I was once paired with Xander's shirt, I think I move, I, the co-dictator, co-dictator uh-huh. of this uh, tiny island upon which we live, Uh huh. I wish to decree, if no one vetoes me and the only person here to do that is you, so don't do it. Okay, okay. Uh, if nobody vetoes me, I think it should go to you and Wow. i was flipping over the cauldron. I think you've wow. earned it. Oh,
0: an upset. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna veto you, Jenny, because when you speak your mind, you really mean it, you know? Yeah. I, I'm not gonna I Look, don't
1: wanna get I'm a the- fucking red blooded American woman, goddammit. I like <laughs> I want Willow and Faith to spend more time together with knives and books. Fine. <laughs> but like also you're my wife. Wow. Thank and you. I just, like, want nice things for you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. I will look for the trophy in the mail. Please do. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe it. After all this time, I've won my very own Sexual Tension oh Award. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you. Thank you to Jenny. Thank you to the Academy. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Academy of Sexual Tension.
1: The Academy <laughs> of Sexual Tension. Oh. Well, everyone. Yeah, we did it. We sure did. And by we, I mean I'm Jenny Owen Youngs, (laughs) and when I'm not making this podcast with Kristen, I'm making hot, 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 hot jams. You can hear some of them over at JennyOwenYoungs.com slash buffering, and you can always give me a holler on Twitter at Jenny Owen Youngs. Yes, and I am Kristen Russo.
0: You can find me on Twitter at Kristen Nolene. That's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-N-O-E-L i-n-e and that is also uh how you can find my website dot com. and over there you can learn about the work that i do with lgbtq communities and their families and you know all the other sorts of um bibs and bobs what do you call it i think it's bits and bobs <laughs> bits and bobs if it has to be that if that's what it is <laughs> <laughs> all of the other bits and bobs that i do when i'm not watching
1: buffy Buffering the Vampire Slayer is on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BufferingCast. And you can always email us at BufferingTheVampireSlayer at gmail.com. You can. And uh, you can support us in a few ways. You can go over to iTunes and rate
0: and review us. Uh, So many of you have done that already. And it's really cool because it helps people find the podcast. And so then, you know. We all just get to have more friends, really, Mm. at the end of the day. Uh, You can also support us on Patreon by going to bufferingthevampireslayer.com. Just click on Patreon, and you'll see that there are three different levels that you can give at, and you get all sorts of fun things. We mentioned the Buffy watches. We're also going to be doing some off-season Buffy watches. There was a little rumor about us maybe doing a uh, non-Buffy watch of Bring It On. (laughs)
1: which could be fun while we're off between seasons 3 and 4 or just a watch of the super cut of Eliza Dushku. Yes, Jenny just wants scenes. to watch Eliza Dushku's scenes and bring it on. So
0: we'll see what we'll see what happens. Um you also at certain levels get discounts in the merch store, you get the songs in advance. There's a whole bunch of fun stuff over there. Um, and speaking of merch, you can uh, also support us by buying some patriarchy-smashing, uh, Buffy-themed apparel, mm-hmm. uh, bufferingthevampireslayer.com. Just click on shop. And a reminder that the Randy for Giles pins now in soft enamel
1: are back in stock. Oh yes. And just one last reminder, we still have a couple of lyric sheets left for this month's organization, which is, of course, the Brown Boy Project. You can snag one of those for yourself by going to bufferingthevampireslayer.com and clicking on the little bar at the top of the page that's all like, hey, handwritten lyric sheets, (laughs) etc. Okay. Till next time. (laughs)
2: Graveyard late last night. Slaying dance with Angel, and I'm feeling alright. You know, I used to bring somebody else around here, but now she's long gone, and I never ever see her. I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what I don't know. The mayor got a shipment of a big black box, unlatched, unlocked, by the name of Gavrock. Full of demon spiders that are way too big Far as Sunnydale mascots, I preferred her birth to pig I don't know what I don't know I don't know what I don't know Breaking into City Hall, we hit a snafu But my boyfriend's a detective and he doesn't miss a clue Willow, she got kidnapped but found some first editions Step-by-step instructions for a mayor's ascension I don't know what I don't know I don't know what I don't know Cafeteria is my favorite place to make a trade But the mayor thinks that me and Angel might not have it made Cause we're 226 years apart And based on his experience, that can be hard I don't know what I don't know I don't know what I don't know I don't know what I don't know know Don't know.